Hi, creepy friends. We are so excited to share that we are now on Patreon. So if you've ever shared this show with a friend, gotten some value from the advice we've given or wondered, how can I support a show that I love? Then please consider supporting us on Patreon. When you support our show for just seven bucks a month, you'll have access to our Patreon community and enable Scope Creep to continue our mission of helping you build a business that's good for your mind, body, and bank account. Scope Creep will always be free wherever you get your podcasts, but your support means we'll be able to continue to produce this show and bring you more content to help you build your business. To support Scope Creep, head to patreon.com slash scope creep. That's patreon.com slash scope creep. And now here's the show. Welcome to Scope Creep. We're taking a brief holiday hiatus, but we'll be back to our regular scheduled ranting in the new year. In the meantime, we're sharing some shit you can't skip for building your business in 2024. Whether you're crafting your corporate exit plan or just looking to get organized for tax season as a freelancer, these mini episodes are designed to help you get your shit together as we head into the new year. Today, we're looking back on the year and turning our past 2023 mistakes and misfortunes into our 2024 action plans. Way back in season one, we talked about building a hell no manifesto to help you say no to the projects that don't align with your values. So here's the shit you can't skip for updating your hell no manifesto so you can continue to build a better for you business in 2024. So Liz, what are some of the things you do at the end of the year to avoid your past year's mistakes? Oh, this is a loaded question because I wish I did more of these things. Honestly, this Same. is this is something that I need to work on because so often I feel like I'm just flying into the, the new year, just still kind of recovering from the last one, and I could be a lot more intentional about this. So I'm really interested to hear a little bit more from you about how you tackle this time of year. Well, I think something we do every week when we talk is the high and low, and I like to think about that in terms of like project specific. So even like a pro and con list of specific projects of, oh, wow, I ended up, you know, doing website work when I said I wouldn't do it. What happened here? Mm -hmm. And just kind of like taking inventory of those clients and then being like, you know, that's going to be the no client for me in the future, whether it's that specific client coming back for work or it's like just kind of the same sort of situation for a new client coming to me. But I mean, the people that are on my pros list, my nice list, if you will. Ooh, holiday thing. <laughs> um, I'm like, at the end of the year, I'm spending time reaching out to them to get testimonial or just say like, hey, this is what I'm working on. Yeah, Just wanted to update you or like refer me. Basically leaning into the yes and identifying the hell no's mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Just doing some reflection. You know, that's what this time of year is all about. Yeah, I think I've done a little bit of that as well. And I think for me, if I'm being honest, I've kind of talked about this. The thing that went really well this year is I survived it. Hell yes yeah. to that. <laughs> for lots of reasons. And definitely taking a look at the client work. I think I did a lot more projects this year out of necessity, things that weren't like a perfect fit. But the reality is I had to respond to lack of deal flow and a slowing down kind of in my industry as a whole. And that's a reality that I had to live in. And I'm not sure if that's going to be the case in 2024. It's not shaping up to be that way right now, but stay tuned. Yeah. I'm just like looking ahead. I know one of my clients will not be my client in the new year. And that's because she's shifting gears and, you know, choosing kind of to dissolve her business and focus on something else, which I'm super happy for her. But it's like, oh, now I have this opportunity. It kind of sucks because I'm like, mm, my income. Mm -hmm. But also I'm like, oh, I have this opportunity now to fill that with some different work. And so I think 
seeing that blank space on my calendar essentially is a new opportunity of what do I want to actually do with that time? Is it actually taking on more client work? I mean, I shared in the past, like this year, I spent more money than I had in the past, but my revenue hasn't gone up. So I'm like, maybe it's not a new client that I'm filling that time with. Maybe it's focusing on the internal work, focusing on processes. I don't know. So you got to see it as an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And something I think I kind of maybe subconsciously do is always evaluating the systems that are working. And part of that is looking at where where did my clients come from? Where did the bulk of my business come from? I'm always so grateful to be able to look back, and this is true this year, and point to like one simple conversation or Slack exchange and be like, oh, well, that was a five-figure conversation. That was something yeah. like just by being in this place and this time and sharing this perspective or answering this question, not really selling anything, just being in the right place at the right time where my clients tend to be. And that resulted in a nice chunk of income. Yeah. I also just love to look at, I love, you know, like Spotify wrapped comes out Mm -hmm. at the end of the year. I love to do that for my own business essentially and say, how many clients did I work with? How many companies did I name? How many brand strategy documents did I get out the door? And basically put numbers to those things for my own brain. It just like scratches some special part of my brain. But also I, for Strange Salt, I usually share that because we try to like lead transparently with every one of our members to say, this is how much money we made. And this is how much money we paid the collective. So anyway, I just like to, I like to look at the numbers in that way. Mm -hmm. And it just, mm, I feel like we are so trained to just like blast through work. And once one thing ends, go on to the next. And this is just when things do slow down a little bit at the end of the year, it's just like a great time to actually slow down to and look at those things. Agree. I love the transparent conversations that you lead with Strange Salt about money and income. And we've shared our incomes, you know, on the show. But if we could take that out of the equation for a minute, if money like weren't an issue in 2024, obviously we both said we would not be working, but (laughs) obviously, but suspend, (laughs) suspend that disbelief for a minute. If you had to work, but it didn't matter what you charged or made, what do you think you'd want to do in 2024? Yeah. So I've actually been, this is something I've been working on behind the scenes. So you heard it here first, Mm -hmm. um, is I'm trying to pivot my own personal work outside of Strange Salt into more of like speaking workshops, like consulting with other brands who are trying to figure out problems, but basically like remove even more of the implementation work on my end. You know, the phone calls we do with like brand discovery projects Mm -hmm. and everything. I would love to do that more yeah, and just do that. I'm exploring what that looks like as far as like workshops and that sort of thing. And I, part of it is if money were no object, I would have more availability to explore that and to try it and like, you know, try it for free a few times, figure out what works and what doesn't. But it's also like, doing the work that equips me to do that discovery call is also important. So I don't know. That's something that I've just been toying with and I'm planning to solve in the new year, I think. Love it. Love it. Yeah. What about you? Do you have anything? You know, if I'm being honest and I look back at the volume of content that I write year over year for other people, I write multiple books a year. Like just from a sheer, I'm not saying all the chapters, (laughs) I'm not saying all the chapters would string together from all the different projects that I do, but I am a pretty prolific content creator in my my work. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, damn it. I I wish at the end of the year, I just had my book. You know what I mean? Like I wish that I could just be paid to share some of my own thoughts and some of my own story. And I've gotten away from that because I've been so focused on client work, but as a writer, writers got to write. 
And I would love to be able to carve out some space to be compensated for more of my own original ideas and concepts. Yeah. It would be great to just be able to write. Yeah. But then it's like the act of creating on its own is different than the act of output, which is, you know, writing something and then sharing it. Like there's a lot more that goes into the sharing piece. So it's hard to, to like decide what am I trying to do? Am I actually trying to just create to create or am I trying to produce something? Yeah. Big question. (laughs) Thanks for tuning into this week's holiday episode of Scope Creep. We're your hosts, Liz Talego and Jamie Cox. We'll be back next week with some more shit you can't skip as we head into the new year. If you loved Scope Creep, leave us a five-star review. And if you didn't love us, then just please leave. This episode was edited by Lauren and Cody at Dark Wave Audio Lab. You can find us on Instagram at Scope Creep Show. You can find Jamie at J-M-E-R Cox and Liz at L-I-Z-T-A-L-A-G-O. If you have a topic you'd love for us to discuss or a question you want answered, you can email us at scopecreepshow at gmail.com. Until next time, stay creepy.